We're excited to announce that the Virginia Realtors Podcast Network is producing a second podcast. Real Politics offers a behind-the-scenes look at the work our government relations team does on behalf of Realtors. They keep you in the know with legislative issues critical to the real estate industry and the Commonwealth. Real Politics offers weekly updates from the 2019 general session as they track the progress of the legislation that benefits your business. This podcast, along with Caveat Realtor, is now available through iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Subscribe today for episodes delivered directly to you on Fridays. Real Politics is part of the Virginia Realtors Podcast Network. Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Jessica Toon. And I'm Kate Orslan. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, Jessica. Hey, Kate. What's up? Not too much. How you doing? Good. Coming to the end of January. Yeah. And do you make resolutions, Kate? Actually, I don't. Oh. I try to live my best life every day. Oh, well, so then you are already winning <laughs> at the end of January with your resolution. <laughs> I could I could definitely use some improvement, but I it's a lost cause, I feel like. Yeah. Well, that's all How right. about you? I, I, I also don't really make resolutions. I do. I like do themes, themes for the year, a kind theme, of. Like a word of the year? Yeah. Well, kind of. I think my theme this year is like learning new things. So. Well, yeah. you kind of, you have a newish job. Yes. So that's one thing. Yeah, it's true, and I've I've learned lots of new things already. So I think I'm I'm winning. I think winning too. Well, I think we're both winning. Successful, a successful 2019 to yes. all of us. Yeah. So some other people also start new jobs in January. It seems to be a popular time, like to start a, a new job. Yes. So new year, new you, potentially a new job. Yeah. So. Today, I think we're going to talk about what happens when agents leave firms and start new jobs at other places. There's always things to do, right? A lot of stuff to do. So when agents decide to leave one brokerage firm, hang their license with another, there are always some right loose ends to tie up licensing requirements, clients, commissions, uh, et cetera. Et cetera. I think we all know there is rarely a perfect time to make a job switch, but especially when you're in the real estate industry, it's really rarely does it line up perfectly where you have right. no lingering clients with your old firm and they can just make a clean switch. So we'll cover these bases today to make it as painless as possible. Right. So let's go ahead and start with license requirements. As an active real estate licensee, you know, you've got to hang your license with a licensed real estate firm. And then you may transfer from one firm to another, but you have to complete a transfer application and submit it to the Virginia Real Estate Board with the applicable fee. Right now, that fee is $60. Your new principal or supervising broker must sign the transfer application as well, and the transfer is effective upon their signature. So brokers, that means that when you sign a transfer application, your responsibility to supervise the agent starts at the time that you sign. Also important to note, agents, that paragraph 13 of this transfer application states that you affirm at the time of your signature that you have notified your current broker of the fact that you're leaving the firm. So you need to have that conversation before you sign the form. Preferably. So, all right. So let's say that you're an agent who has decided to leave a firm and you want to bring your clients with you to the new firm. What to do? What do we do? So the Code of Virginia states that a brokerage relationship exists between the broker and the client 
so that's broker and the client, from the time of engagement until either, one, the performance of the agreement is completed, two, the agreement expires pursuant to a date agreed to by the parties in the contract, three, one party defaults, or four, finally, the parties agree to mutually terminate. Further, standard of practice 1620 of the Code of Ethics states that realtors, prior to or after their relationship with their current firm is terminated, shall not induce clients of their current firm to cancel exclusive contractual arrangements between the client and that firm. So what's an agent to do, Kate? Well, Jessica, let me tell you. The broker and client agreeing to mutually terminate the contract is one way to handle this, right? They both say, this has been fun. Let's go different ways. The agent can request that the broker of the original firm sign a release, which would allow the agent to continue their business with a client. However, the broker is not obligated to sign a release. Is there another way to terminate the agreement? Excellent question again. The client could alternatively request the firm release him or her from any agreement to list or represent But again, the firm is not obligated to do this unless the agreement itself specified that the client has a right to terminate if a specific agent leaves the firm. Finally, if the agreement in question is a listing agreement, the client can ask the original brokerage firm to stop advertising the property and withdraw it from the MLS, and the firm must comply. However, depending on the terms of the listing agreement, this action could potentially be considered a breach of the listing agreement and entitle the original firm to damages. Virginia Realtor's Standard Form 400, the exclusive authorization to sell, contains a paragraph covering exactly this situation. That paragraph is 3C and states that if the owner should withdraw the property from the market without written agreement from the broker or otherwise prevent the broker from selling the property, that it will be considered a breach and the owner shall pay the broker a fee as laid out in the agreement. Presuming either party has defaulted and the parties do not agree to mutually terminate, you may just need to wait for the agreement to expire. Mm -hmm. However, caveat, working with an unwilling client may be more stress than it's worth. Remember that this is a relationship-based industry. So even though you may not want to release that commission because I understand it's your livelihood, firms should keep that in mind when weighing their options to decide whether or not to release or retain an unwilling client. Okay. So let's say the original firm does agree to release the agent or the client from any applicable agreement. What then? Well, the new firm the agent is moving to still has to agree to enter into their own agreement with the client before the agent can continue on with that client. You really can't just transfer the agreement from one brokerage firm to another. They have to enter into a new brokerage agreement. Great. So now that we've covered that, let's change gears and talk about commissions, everyone's favorite, particularly what to do if at the time the agent leaves the firm, there is an outstanding commission. And we get this question a lot on our hotline. So the work has been completed, but the commission hasn't been paid yet. Right. In that situation, the original firm should pay the agent directly. In fact, Virginia regulations state that, and I'm quoting, receiving financial benefit from any person other than the licensee's principal broker, and if I could bold with my voice, I totally would, at the time of the transaction, end quote. So that was like a bolded quote, uh, is considered an improper brokerage commission. So we're looking to principal broker at the time of the transaction. Right. So if we're talking about an outstanding commission where the transaction occurred when the agent was under the supervision of the original firm, then the original firm must pay the agent directly. Absolutely. 
Of course, this is assuming that the transaction has been concluded and tied up with a nice bow and the firm and agent agree that the agent has earned the commission. But real talk, we all know that that is not often the case. And so we'll take, take it, it to, to the, the legal, legal hotline. hotline to discuss some scenarios where there's some disagreement and what to do in those cases. When agents transfer from one company to another and still have ratified contracts that have not closed, are they due those commissions when the deal closed? Well, it depends on what the firm policy and or the independent contractor agreement says. If neither addresses the situation, and they should, but if they don't, you could end up with a legal dispute if the broker and agent can't agree on this. All right, next question. I recently had an agent transfer to my firm. She had a few listings with her previous firm. They were released from their listing agreement with that firm, and since they have been relisted with my firm. Hope you guys are following that. Are you following? <laughs> we recently received an offer to purchase on one of the listings. However, the offer is a result of a showing that took place while it was listed with the previous firm. How is that handled? Is the previous firm the procuring cause of the offer? Is compensation due to the previous firm, or should the offer be written with the previous firm since it was shown while listed with them? First of all, I feel like that was three legal hotline questions. It was a lot. It was a real question, though. One. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so let's unpack that a little bit. Mm -hmm. If the previous firm released the listing, the previous firm has given up their contractual rights to the listing side of the commission. This really isn't going to be a procuring cause issue. Procuring cause is used to determine who is entitled to the offer of compensation to a cooperating broker made by a listing agent. However... This broker will also want to review the written agreements at play, namely that listing agreement. Should these documents conflict or the matter has more nuances, you could end up in a legal dispute. Never underestimate the power of offering a referral fee in those matters. Okay, next question. We have an agent transferring from another company and their broker is not paid from a commission they earned back in September. Legally, how long does a broker have to pay an agent after settlement? There's no legal requirement here for how long a broker has to pay an agent after a settlement. If this is not covered in their independent contractor agreement or the firm's policies, the agent may want to contact an attorney to discuss his or her options. Here's a hypothetical. Agent Sally has decided to leave Firm A and start working for Firm B. Before she tells Firm A of her decision to leave, does she have the right to contact her current clients directly in an effort to induce those clients to come with her? I'm sorry, I don't deal with hypotheticals. Mm. <laughs> uh, no. So the answer is no. While still an agent at Firm A, Sally owes a fiduciary duty to Firm A to act in its best interest. It's improper for Sally to solicit business for Firm B while currently engaged by Firm A. This is also going to be a violation of Standard of Practice 1620 of the Code of Ethics, which we discussed earlier. Well, Kate, what if she just called the clients to let them know she was leaving as a courtesy? Is that a violation of the Code of Ethics? Possibly. It's really hard. I, unfortunately, I don't have the power to predict the future. But it's really going to depend on that exact conversation. And it really could go either way with the hearing panel. Right. So be careful. Be careful of what you say. And when in doubt, keep your mouth shut. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Listing agent Joe is leaving firm A and going to firm B. And as a result, the sellers want to transfer their listing from firm A to firm B. The listing agreement does not specify that the sellers would have the right to terminate the listing if the listing agent leaves the company. Can the sellers transfer their listing? 
It's important to remember that listing agreements are signed with a brokerage firm and not with individual agents. Firm A owns the listing and is not obligated to release the seller simply because Joe is leaving, pursuant to the information that we have about the contract. The sellers may request that Firm A release them from the listing, but the firm is not obligated to do so. Even if Firm A agrees to release the sellers from the listing, Firm B would have to then agree to enter a listing for Joe to continue to represent them in the transaction. The listing can't just be transferred from Firm A to Firm B without all parties' consent, including the sellers. Okay, last question, Kate. Bring it Finally. On. I have an agent who transferred to my firm this week, leaving one pending sale with his previous company. I thought his pending transactions would be assigned to another agent in his previous firm when he left. That managing broker told him that he is to continue to handle the transaction. It's a short sale. It's supposed to be closing at the end of this month. So this caller has the right instincts. We love that. As a real estate licensee who does not have a broker's license, can only work for one broker at a time. So in this contract, the contracting question is with the original firm. And so that firm needs to assign someone else to finish out the transaction. All right. So how else can I limit my risk? Well, you just heard us use the words independent contractor agreement and firm policy a lot. So much that it might have even been annoying to you. Sorry about that. I don't know. (laughs) We're beating you over the head with that. (laughs) But those are the magic words that will solve a lot of your problems here. So brokers, have them. Use them. Make sure they don't conflict with each other. Be sure your agreements and policies outline the things that we have discussed today. And those would be whether an agent is entitled to a commission after leaving a firm, and if so, how much they'll be paid. Language clarifying that listings belong to the firm and an agent may not continue to work a deal after they leave the firm. A clear prohibition against soliciting existing clients of the firm while still engaged with the firm. And maybe a penalty for violating those, such as forfeiting commissions. And how to handle wrapping up any pending deals with regard to turning in paperwork, transitioning to another agent at the firm, and any outstanding financial obligations. Agents, make sure you know what you're signing and that you may conduct your business the way you want to. Also, you're only entitled to get paid what you have a contractual agreement to get paid. When you don't have an independent contractor agreement, you're not entitled to payment from your broker. Finally, remember that Article 15 of the Code of Ethics prohibits realtors from knowingly or recklessly making false or misleading statements. Sometimes these situations, when agents leave firms and transfer, can get a little heated, but try not to let your emotions get the better of you. If both sides honor their obligations, you can avoid ethics complaints or potential costly litigation. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four members section. Make sure you are logged in to see this page. Thank you. Bye. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work and public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel.
This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2019. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike license.